This podcast is provided for general information only and assumes a certain level of knowledge of financial markets. It is not an invitation to make an investment and should not be construed as advice. The views in this podcast are those of the contributors at the time of publication and do not necessarily reflect those of 91. The value of investments can fall as well as rise and losses may be made. In South Africa, 91 is an authorised financial services provider. I received a piece of work which has the following title, From Coal to Carbon Free in 40 Years and What It Means for Investing in China. With me is Wen Chang Ma. Wen Chang is a portfolio manager responsible for the China Equity Strategy at 91. Wen Chang, this is a very, very ambitious title and project. What is the motivation behind it, first of all, apart from the obvious, protecting the environment and protecting the air quality and all those sorts of things? But also, is there an element of politicking, in other words, flying in the face of the direction that the United States has taken? Hi, good morning, Lindsay. Yes, sure. Um, I think uh, there is probably some uh, politics involved in this image here. Um, but very importantly, China is part of the Paris Agreement and uh, is expected to set out the target at some point. And it is very positive that in September, China has made that pledge to the UN General Assembly that it will, MA, uh, it will aim to, to reach peak carbon emission by 2030 and carbon neutrality by 2060. 60. So the first part of that target, which is reaching peak emission by 2030, that was largely expected by scientists, um, while the, the second part of that commitment was a positive surprise. And uh, I think that's a very important one to the world. And China is approaching the time where uh, it's supposed to, to set its uh, next five-year plan that covers uh, 2021 to 2025. So I think this is also a good time to uh, announce its target that is related to the climate while taking into consideration what it plans to do in details about the economic growth in the next five years. It's widely recognised that China is the largest emitter of CO2 and therefore the task ahead, as I said in my introduction, is absolutely enormous. It seems to me that governments are very good at saying these things. For example, Boris Johnson, I think it was just in the last couple of days in the United Kingdom, pledging that wind power would be the preeminent source of power for, for the UK and for UK households. What does this mean for China, though? It has to start somewhere, but it's really got its work cut out, hasn't it? It is meaning quite a lot for China as well as for the rest of the world. I think the Chinese government here uh, sees the opportunity of taking a green path to economic recovery uh, post the coronavirus pandemic. And we have seen that uh, the target being set by China is considered quite ambitious um, if we look at Europe, Europe has reached peak carbon emission in 1990 and has actually reduced by 20% that emission in the past 30 years. And now China's target is to reach peak carbon emission by 2030 and then reduce that to near zero in 30 years time. So that clearly seems quite uh, ambitious. And that would Im uh, imply actually uh, that there could be potentially quite some challenges that China needs to deal with to be able to achieve that target while trying to maintain the economic growth. Um, it will require very careful and detailed planning, uh, as well as very stringent policy execution, together with the support from uh, private enterprises as well as average citizens. Um, but it is important because China is the largest, the largest CO2 emitter 
globally, accounting for 28% of the total emissions, and uh, with China having that firm commitment to carbon neutrality, we have a much better chance to reach the, the global warming target that was set in the Paris Agreement. You're the China equity strategist at 91, and you as an investor and other investors must be kept informed and must take cognizance of what is going on year by year, because it has obviously profound implications for certain companies in China. Yes, absolutely. We think that this carbon emission commitment by China implies very important opportunities as well as risks for investors in the Chinese equity space. Um, in terms of the opportunities, the most important one here is that we think uh, multiple sectors could be expected to benefit from uh, China's effort in uh, reducing carbon emissions. Those sectors could come from renewable energy generators to new energy vehicles and cover the entire upstream supply chain of those industries. So now China has been investing heavily into renewable capacities and the installation of solar capacity over the past five years already implied around 30% average annual growth rate. Um, and now close to half of the total global wind and solar capacities are uh, already in China. To reach a net zero carbon emission by 2060, it would imply that total renewables capacity in China would need to grow by about uh, two and a half times in the next 40 years. And for new energy vehicles, the government has been targeting a 25% EV penetration rate by 2025, which implies about 38% of annual volume growth in the next five years. But the 2060 target would clearly imply even further push to increase those EV penetrations. So those are the most important, I think, sector opportunities. But then also from an ESG angle in terms of investment, um, I think this carbon emission target by China also pushes the investors to look at China's growth from a new lens, which is the lens of sustainability. Companies that follow this trend could potentially expect it to attract more capital, while the companies that fail to adapt to this trend could face reduced growth and long-term returns potentials. But these opportunities do not come without risk. So the first risk is that China needs to strike that balance between reaching its emissions target and maintaining the economic growth. And that requires careful planning and execution. And the second risk is that for investors, we need to systematically incorporate the risk lens of sustainability when assessing potential investment targets. And we need to consider the relative risk exposure to carbon intensive sectors and companies in our portfolios. So you've got your work cut out here, Wencheng. What you've done in summary is you've identified the sectors and that's all very well. But within the sectors, there are a multitude of companies and some will be nimble and adapt and embrace the initiative and others will maybe be a little bit sluggish and fall by the wayside. So you've got to be a stock picker now that you've been a sector picker, which is very interesting. And also at the same time, you've got to balance risk with rewards. So you're going to have a very busy time. You finally say, we're excited by the news as it shows how serious 
China is in reinvigorating the conversation about climate change. It's also a structural shift, which means huge potential across China's equity universe. The key, you say, will be knowing how to find the winners and how to ride this wave of change well. So the opportunities abound, don't they? You really have got an enormous universe to pick from. Have you started already? Yes, we have started already. Most importantly, we are bottom-up stock pickers. And we look for the companies with the decent quality and the uh, reasonable valuation uh, that are showing positive earnings momentum as well as share price momentum, um, basically showing that the stocks are attracting more and more investor attentions. And if these companies fulfill our criteria and uh, looking through the lens of sustainability. These are the companies that could potentially have the long-term growth and return to capital, and they could be attractive investment opportunities for us. And our job is to identify these opportunities early on. Wen Chang, thanks so much for your time. That's Wen Chang Ma, Portfolio Manager, China Equity Strategy at 91.